0: All right, while well, waiting for other people to hop in, I'd like to uh, welcome our co-host, Elena. She's in charge of
1: Supermoon, and she'll be our co-host for this um space. Welcome, Elena. Hello everyone. So we are hosting today our uh first our Twitter space. Sorry to discuss our Near House uh with our uh, some of the guests that will be staying at Near House Denver. And uh, we will be discussing near social and uh, orderly network. Uh, Before we start, let me give you a quick introduction of uh, what's going to be happening in Denver. I know a lot of people were applying, a lot of people want to join and participate uh, in the near house. Unfortunately, we had limited availability, so we will try our best to host more. Uh, online sessions or to give you a little bit of a sneak peek on what's happening as uh, a near house or during East Denver. So uh, we will gather twenty selected builders uh, from the near ecosystem and uh, the whole purpose of a near house uh, is sorry uh, to stay together and build together and elevate opportunities within near ecosystem. We will be hosting a lot of our in-depth uh, discussions uh, and uh, helping everyone else to learn about opportunities that are happening in the near ecosystem. And uh, today we have uh, Ren uh, from Orderly Network. Ren, do you want to start with a quick introduction? You're one of our guests who are staying at the near house. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and about uh, Orderly Network.
2: Hi, I'm Brand. Thanks for having me on. And it's great to stay at the Near house for, um, during East Denver. Um, so I'm one of the co-founders for Orderly. And what Orderly is, is a central limit order book, um, primitive, built uh, on Near. So what that means is um, it's a liquidity layer for all types of apps to build on top whether they're dexes or they're um, social apps with trading needs like sweat or um, any any sort of infrastructure with liquidity needs. So we're an enabler for the next generation of decentralized applications um, in Web3. That's
1: amazing, Ran and uh... Tell us a little bit more about our motivation. Why you decided to join Near ecosystem? Why you're building on top of Near?
2: Yeah, so a few reasons. Um, we've had quite a bit of experience. So, so we have two other um, projects before. One is called Pronos, a trading firm, and another is called Wu, centralized and decentralized exchange. We had quite a experience with on-chain trading. With DeFi, building out DeFi products, Woo has like a DEX on its own on, on a bunch of other chains. And um, so we had a lot of experience doing that. We are looking for a chain with a lot of scalability uh, because for order books, uh, latency is key. So, speed of trading, um, speed of execution, how, how fast and how cheap the trades are. It can't be super expensive to settle um, on chain. Otherwise, it gets just too expensive for, for everyone involved. Um, it has to be easy to use and spring on users, and um, it has to be very scalable, right? If we were to have like billions of volume per day, uh, with lots of counterparties, um, the chain has to be able to handle it. And we, uh, we, you know, we found near as uh, to be the solution for this. I think the near technology is uh, quite renowned, um, as only state sharding and such, like. Um, we're very happy with the technology and we've had quite a uh, relationship with the Near team prior. Um, we were actually introduced to Ilia uh, uh, a, a dinner hosted by one of our investors, uh, Dragonfly and, um, and we've always had a relationship. We thought it's a team of high integrity, very trustworthy team. So like a full um, effort, like a thorough analysis, we decided that, um, you know, it made sense for us, and then obviously uh, it has to make sense for for them, which um, it did, uh, because we've always, we've had this collaborative relationship, and so that's how it worked out, and we're able to, uh, you know, to create this project.
1: And uh, as a builder on a uh, from a near ecosystem, uh, what type of support uh, are you guys are getting uh, from the near ecosystem? Uh, is it uh, like assistance with marketing, PR uh, funding opportunities? what other builders can expect when they entering near and uh, how they can also get access to all these uh, resources and uh, communicate with uh, uh, Near teams that I also think is really friendly and uh, are there to help. What is your experience?
2: Yeah, so everything from tech support to any sort of monetary support. So, like we didn't ask for grants, but because we raised a lot of capital, uh, I mean Near helped us with that, um, but they certainly have all types of grants available. I think tech support is what we need to the most. Near connected to, to us with a, with a tech team. Thanks very good for that um, on the smart contract side. Um, PR, Near is very helpful with. Uh, on the DeFi side, Proximity, they've been very helpful. We work very closely with them. Because um, they're, they're exclusively on DeFi helping our projects. They also do investments. I think uh, Proximity also invested in orderly. Uh, there's a there's a fund called Metaweb that invests in a lot of NIR projects. So, uh, a lot of things on the ecosystem side, uh, NIR is very helpful uh, with projects.
1: And we have another member from the near ecosystem that also helps our other projects are to build Uh, it's james uh, from near social james i just uh, gave you an access sorry to speaking can you please accept the request and uh, hop on the stage james if you can hear me hey Perfect. James is coming right here. James, uh, can you talk a little bit more about Near Social? I know it's a really hot topic right now in the Near Community, and a lot of people still don't know what Near Social is. Tell us uh, how we can use it, what is the purpose, uh, and what are other uh, apps that are being built on top of Near Social?
0: Yeah, well, it might be easier to explain what Near Social isn't. But anyway, the uh, first thing to know is Eugene from Proximity is the founder and it's not a specific entity. It's really a community-led project that is empowering builders to create, you know, front-end applications using NIR, not even worrying about the back-end because NIR takes care of it. And the idea of building the open web requires identity and that's kind of the first goal is to build a universal, you know, reputation system for near, and beyond. So the cool thing about it is you can build anything, not just near stuff. You can pull data from APIs or, you know, anywhere on the web. So it's a very open, you know, versatile solution.
1: And if you're not a technical person, how can you use uh, our near social? So for example, I also registered an account. I actually did my first post. Uh, people were even commenting. But uh, what is a, what is an application and a use case uh, for just a general uh, audience or uh, people who are not developers that are not building any applications or just a general, general
0: user? Yeah, so profiles are the number one use case. So you can create your presence on-chain with a, you know, account-specific profile with your your .near account. And I think badges are another great use case, kind of building that reputation based on your skills and experience, achievements in the community. And then I would love to, you know, capture the value of the social graph and the the sharded uh, contract, which is the more technical side of it, but essentially near social enables a a synchronous environment for builders. And that's really important because you don't have to worry about the async or, you know, cross contract calls uh, with just any widget on near social, you're actually leveraging the platform to build kind of like you were, you know, on Amazon web services or any other kind of development platform and it's open source. And that's a big difference. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the longer term vision, you know, explaining how it makes it easier and faster to build anything. But in the meantime, it's about community. It's about bringing people together to build the open web.
1: And how many people you already have are on board that they're in your social
0: so it's about 1,700, I think, last I checked. Uh, so that's how many people who have new accounts actually signed up. And, you know, I think a subset of those are active, of course, you know. But it is starting to gain momentum. And what is really exciting is potential for integrations. And, you know, there's a lot of integrations already happening, like with keypom. Ready Layer One is building a solution to easily onboard anybody through near social using KeePon. And then I'm really excited about MintBase. Their affiliate direct program has a component on your social. So anything that is built on your social is reusable across the open web. So you can you know, easily build your own version of the MintBase affiliate direct widget. And then I think, um, you know, staking is, is another very interesting angle, but, you know, like the the whole DeFi space um, unfolding on a more reliable infrastructure, you know, on the front end is is what I'm uh, excited about uh, in the case of like, you know, anything you want to build on near having a place to build a you know, robust solution that doesn't rely on Web2 at the point of interactions with users, you know, um, and that experience can be just a lot more authentically, you know, open to forking, you know, as an example. Um, But anyway, I I digress that the point of uh, near social is really just about the profiles at first, and you can integrate those with, other applications like wallets, so Meteor Wallet has integrated the profiles, and then uh, there's a chat application called ChatMe, which has the social graph integrated so you can see your followers and like who you're following right there in the app. So things like that are where it starts to expand. The current interface is more like the home for the developers and anybody tinkering, um, but yeah, the, the overall potential is not contained within that domain. It's just the start. And if you haven't checked out alpha.near.org, be sure to do so. It is a very interesting new product that is built on near social called Near Discovery. And I believe it will be announced at East Denver and it can be thought of more like the end user platform Whereas the current platform is like GitHub, it's more about the widgets and you know hacking on stuff. Um, the discovery platform is gonna be more like your journey into the near community and connecting with projects and opportunities. But yeah, that's my rant for now. I've gotta go actually, I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm on my way thanks to Near NYC. I'm doing a workshop about Near Social on the other side of the city, so I gotta hop. Uh, but Thanks for listening and and inviting me.
1: That's incredible, James. Thank you so much for a deep dive into Near Social. And I'm sure we will be covering more about Near Social during East Denver, as you're also staying with us at the house. Uh, So we will be talking a lot more about Near Social. If anyone has questions, sorry, to James, you can also send uh, these questions to Supermoon Camp, and we will make sure that we will cover and give you enough information to answer all your questions uh, together with james james sir thank you and <laughs> go uh go to our near uh, near event uh so we also have uh, few and far uh, that joined us today, and uh, few and Far is also participating. at near house, FUINFAR, and Far, do you wanna jump in and uh, talk a little bit more about uh, your project and uh, what uh, uh, exciting things you are building on near?
3: Yeah, no, thanks, guys, so much for letting me come up. I'm really excited. Um, so this is Trevin behind the microphone. Uh, just started with FUINFAR and Far about a month ago. Really excited about basically Web3 and Near protocol overall. Um, I actually came over from Solana and I love it here. Um, personally, I'm excited to see Near really pop off this year. And then also with Ethereum Denver, just bringing more people from Ethereum into the Near ecosystem overall. But yeah, we're um, super excited to be pushing a lot for few and far. Uh, we did a crazy big UI update. We've been working on our site for about a year now. And um, there's a lot of stuff we've been doing. We kind of wanted to go to approach of less is more. So if you go to our site, we try and make it very simple, very easy for people to kind of use overall. um, Because we also understand that what scares a lot of people from web two and web three is actually how it looks and how it operates. Um, So if we can find a really easy platform or a marketplace and our, opinion uh, to make it simple and easy we're gonna bring more people in um and we're kind of trying to be like the one-stop shop for digital collections so we're looking to do web 3 obviously um nfts DeFi, gaming um and then a lot more actually which is super exciting um and we're um also doing a bunch of launch pads so we're trying to make everything like super simple for projects to come to us and then also work with us overall um And then down the line, we're actually doing something called FAR token, uh, where you're actually able to earn our token that will be um, basically going out in quarter two. Um, You're able to basically earn it by using our platform. So it just also engages more people to use a marketplace and feel really excited about that because you're also able to um, kind of farm uh, the liquidity pool with FAR, which is super exciting. Um, And then we're also going to be bringing uh, programmable NFTs, um, into the marketplace um, in the next couple of weeks, which will basically be kind of the one-stop shop for people like to getting involved in NFTs and they don't have the developing background. So we'll be able to basically help them understand about NFTs, royalties, um, how to make your NFT fully, and then also why Near Protocol is amazing. And I feel like a lot of people don't know this, but on Near Protocol, Fees are like 98% less than other blockchains, which has been amazing. And we're already to scale, we have sharding. Um, so there's a lot of happening with Far. I just want to kind of do a brief overview.
1: That's incredible. Uh, thank you, Trevin, for introduction of a few and far. And I want to remind everyone: uh, if you have any questions, uh, please uh, request uh, to speak, and uh, we can bring you right uh, to the stage, and uh, you can ask her your questions about near. And I want to remind that we are hosting near house uh, during East Denver. And apart from that, we're going to have our fully packed agenda filled with educational events as well as social networking activations during East denver together with supermoon camp we're going to have supermoon tower we're going to have supermoon residence where other people not necessarily uh near uh, developers but the wider community can join participate and uh, learn about developments uh, in crypto web3 and also meet with uh, our near community uh, so, near house, uh, as I already mentioned, gathering uh, 20 selected uh, builders uh, and uh, developers at the house for in depth conversations and uh, building sessions uh, to uh, elevate the uh, near ecosystem. And uh, I think it would be great uh, to discuss. Uh, Uh, to discuss also the challenges that our near ecosystem uh, might have and how uh, your projects help to overcome these challenges. So, Ren, maybe you can uh, add a little bit more from your side on how orderly network helps uh, to overcome challenges and help our near ecosystem to scale.
2: Yeah, so um, I can speak from the DeFi side. Um, so, I think uh, for for traders, so so our primary TA are are our builders um, who create access on top, and then a lot of a lot of their users are traders, um, and some of these are very uh, professional traders uh, in CFI and in DeFi, and specifically for Orderly, we have um, some of the most sophisticated traders in the world who have to connect through through orderly uh, for, for the purpose of market making which is providing liquidity on orderly uh, for all the dApps on top and their users um, so throughout this process you know by working with the sophisticated traders they have very they're very demanding in terms of all types of needs such as bridging speeds such as um, how fast things settle how cheap costs are you know they're very sensitive to costs. Um, they're very sensitive to time uh, and things like speed and latency. So once we're able to fulfill the needs of these group of people, I think we can pretty much fulfill the trading needs of any user um, in DeFi. Uh, so throughout this process, and we've been live on Mainnet for almost three months now with four um, world-class market makers, uh, we've identified quite a lot of uh, you know, issues uh, that we've helped um, fix Um, you know uh, with the combined effort of proximity and near in general Um, issues with bridging issues with uh, like explore and such and uh, over throughout these past few months uh, you know we really like because of the the pressure imposed on us and our users we've really been able to work a lot with the near proximity guys to fix a lot of these issues. So then what you can expect are smoother user onboarding, offboarding, um, bridging to and from near. Um, you can expect just uh, easier onboarding, you can expect a better set of um, ecosystem tools uh, for for DeFi users. Um, so, you know, did we cater exclusively to kind of the DeFi side. Um, so I can say that uh, you know the near ecosystem, whether it's Lua or other eco projects, um, they've been very supportive and cooperative in working with our specific set of users and fulfilling, uh, you know, supporting them on what they need, which ultimately benefits the entire uh, near ecosystem.
1: That's incredible, Ren. And uh, I'm sure everyone appreciates uh, the orderly network uh contribution uh into the new ecosystem. Uh it's definitely incredible and uh, DeFi is uh, an important use case that helps uh, to bring uh, financial inclusion to so many uh countries. And uh Trevin, uh you mentioned the UI part and I totally agree with you. I think UI is a big challenge are uh, that exists in a wider web3 community uh, a lot of projects are, are trying to figure out how to um, how to uh, how to build projects with a more user-friendly uh, interface and uh, can you talk a little bit more about our challenges and uh, how few and far are helping uh, to solve these challenges
3: yeah so we um, just wanted to well uh, th- first of all, we we have a lot of designers that understand that less is more. Um, and we've been seeing that a lot with basically how everything is kind of working. Uh, we are seeing a lot of these brands go for the more simplistic look and not be so complicated. So we did a lot of testing. We tried to make things as straightforward as possible for the most part. So when you first go onto our page, you're able to basically see that we um, want to make things for the most part, easy and understandable. So you're able to see like launches, like what's going on. Uh, we have current NFTs or collections going through. Um, and we try to use like vibrant colors that make you just feel good about yourself. Uh, there's a lot of interesting knowledge about that. And then when you just slowly scroll down, I feel like it's just really enjoyable to read and look at. Um, and we have that type of style that it's not so like upfront, but more of the friendly art style that it's um, more enjoyable to look at and then also go forward. And I never really thought about that till they actually started to explain it to me. Um, And then when you go all the way down to the page, you're also just able to see like what's actually up and coming. So we we, we basically want to pack a punch when you first understand or open the website. Um, And I feel like we've done a really good job about that. Um, And then we're also just adding more stuff overall. But I feel like what kind of was I I was super excited about is I was brought in to mainly help with like social media. And I feel like other chains have had a little bit easier success with that. Um, So from my point of view, I'll be helping more with pushing on Twitter. um, Instagram we will be doing more on YouTube. And then also a big one is TikTok. Uh, TikTok, I feel like is very... Undervalued and not enough people want to market on it. Um, and I feel I understand why. So uh, last year I started really kind of deep dive into NFT content and Web3 overall. But I would say probably 90% of people will comment saying it's a scam. It's a Ponzi scheme. You're obviously just trying to get our money and just flee, which I feel like has happened. And that's what kind of drags Web3 and cryptocurrency down the The drain and also these fantastic communities is that they've been burnt by people that use the system for not the right use. And I feel like if we're starting to actually just pump out good content and actually be more understanding with people, create high quality content on these certain platforms, we'll start to see more people engage with blockchains and Web3 overall. But I feel like that's where Near Protocol has been kind of lacking in a way, um, which I'm personally excited to kind of grind again and then also just bring more people in from Web 2 and understand why Web 3 and why Near Protocol overall is going to be such a huge change for the future. Um, And I feel like what's personally excited for me, again, is gaming. I feel like gaming with NFTs and Near Protocol is going to be so much fun to watch this year, the next years, and the years forward because it, it's easily able to scale. There's easy mechanics that are less fees for people to understand why NFT gaming is. And that's why we're also trying to focus that with few and far. is we're going to be partnering with gaming companies and we're, we'll be showing, casing them on our marketplace. So we're really trying to basically kind of just be the one-stop shop like I did say before to have everything in one area. Cause that's also another thing that I've noticed is that there's so many different things in one place. So people get distracted. It's just, it, it's just too much. So our, our philosophy was just trying to do less is more simple but also doing a lot at the kind of start. And it's been a really fun journey. We're kind of only getting started. So I'm really excited to see where we evolve. We're getting so many more people on our launch pad that are gaming and also just NFT stuff related. So it's going to be a super fun time. I'm pretty excited.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Um, how do you believe that Near Protocol will evolve over the next few years, especially with few and far?
3: Yeah, so I feel like for the most part with uh, the years to come, will be that we'll be able to attract a lot of people looking to kind of enter into Web3 overall. Uh, we're trying to basically kind of push for social medias that a lot of other companies aren't, in my opinion, uh, from my point of view. And then also we have everything in one spot. Um, And I feel like just what I said before is that people get turned off a lot um, easier in Web3 because it just doesn't seem right. So we want to really push for quality content and education. So we're looking to basically be kind of not the face of Nier, but one of the top industries like Magic Eden, for example, how they have gaming on their site. They have the entire community around them pushing people, push them into Magic Eden to understand the ecosystem. So we, we, we basically want to be the, the basically spotlight of bringing more people into the ecosystem overall and just making it a place where it's easy to understand and move forward and be excited about Web3. So uh, we already have a lot of users on. Uh, we're looking to try and get to, um, I think, 300,000 wall, uh, 300, wallets this year. We're trying to really push to just bridge with a lot of companies. And then um, obviously we want to be past that 1 million mark, which we will be. So there's just a lot of effort and time going into focusing on bridging people over to few and far to just scale us to where Magic Eden is um, and go beyond that.
1: It's incredible to see uh how few and far uh, helps to bridge our web 2 and web 3 and i totally agree that we need to have more high quality content across uh, course audience outside of web 3 has completely different mindset and they are struggling to understand and just break through the noise and uh, for uh, for these developments to happen and uh, to have more applications, we also need to attract more builders and developers. And Ren, I wanted to ask you, uh, for your opinion, what are the current uh, challenges for developers sorry, to hope uh, and to build their projects on NIR? And how do you think uh, it can be approved? Uh, what Near protocol can do to... Uh, attract more developers, and maybe developers who are not even blockchain developers. Maybe developers from web two industries that want to hop in and uh, start building on Near. Yeah,
2: um, we talk about this a lot with the Near guys. I think that there has, to, um, there needs to be a more coordinated um, marketing around kind of what builders get when they come to Near, just like everything in terms of the ecosystem support from tech to like financial to marketing to community, kind of everything to make it um, kind of overwhelmingly attractive to the projects. And a lot of this exists, right? Uh, but it's, you know, it needs to be presented in a kind of a more well-bundled package, which is perhaps like Near Discovery is, the right venue for that. Um, I think that's probably the main thing. is just putting all the pieces together into a more refined package, and for builders to know exactly kind of who to go to and what they're going to get, uh, and for that to spread right throughout just the builder communities, um, and for them to to come to near. Uh, like personally, I think that's the that's the main thing. I think all the you know the tech and the the resources are all there. It's more about letting people know and making it very easy for them to get access to that.
1: And what can they do now? What uh, what resources are they can look for in order to start?
2: Well, there's a lot. You know, like what I described before. There's there's like there's tech support. There's Proximity on the DeFi side, they can get grants. They can invest. There's Near Foundation. On like the Web2 side, they can do a lot of things to support. Uh, There's uh, there's all types of marketing done through various Near Twitters, Near Weekly um, Foundation Protocol. Right. There's a lot of marketing that can be done. There's a lot of support that can be given. There's product level. I mean, project specific support. Like we have. Our own uh, you know grants and investments that we can do on the orderly side we have a joint thing with proximity as well um, there's the, the VC uh, that's near focused medweb there's, there's a lot of near funds like near friendly funds that invest in near invest in orderly invest in the near ecosystem projects from like Pantera to like, Jerusalem Horitz to uh, Dragonfly to a lot just like a ton of investors in the near ecosystem a lot of traders, market makers, like uh, there's a huge amount of resources there. I just don't know if uh, everyone knows about it. Right? Like, if you're a builder, are you you're attracted kind of by the by what you see immediately and how easy it is to get access to? Uh, I think everything is there for me. We just need to let people know and easily access.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I feel like information is there, but uh, like people are still getting confused because they don't know like where to look for. And we're moving towards our decentralization, so trying to decentralize uh, grant programs decentralizing uh, network and the same is happening within the NEAR ecosystem I see that they're trying to establish a lot of different parties uh, and entities that will help to uh, serve a specific purpose or uh, like marketing now uh, like proximity that is uh, focused on uh, developers pagoda um, and uh, it's getting a little bit uh, confusing I think for people who are just hopping in and they weren't part of near ecosystem or maybe or in the partner uh crypto space at all um uh, it might be really really confusing and i see uh rand that uh you also like have uh, resources uh for people to discover how they can build on orderly network uh can you talk a little bit more about people that are willing to uh, explore how to build an orderly network. What are those resources? What you can expect uh, from orderly network and um, your guys' support? Because you also mentioned a uh, joint uh, grant program with proximity. Um, is it right?
2: Yeah. So, so, I mean, orderly raised twenty million dollars uh, last year. Um, so we have, you know, we have some capital to you know for for builders and we have uh, the, the token that will come out in the future as well so who we look for are people who are building uh, DeFi applications uh, so like dexes. so like for example like ref finance but they're integrating orderly um, we're looking for you know centralized exchanges who want to branch out to DeFi we're looking for social apps kind of like sweat um, we're looking for even gaming games who want to create um, like a trading app within their decks. We're also looking for all types of affiliates, um, trading tools who want to integrate our infrastructure. Later on, when we have like a swap, there be uh, we can look for aggregators. So all of all of these builders, um, we will incentivize right with grants um, uh, along with proximity or by ourselves or investments um, so just all, all you need to do is um, just uh, just give us a ping uh, in our in the discord my um, twitter or or on some of our uh, any of our staffs twitter it's, it's obviously like arjun who has a partnership for us um, and, uh, and, and we can start talking so it, it, we shouldn't be, it shouldn't be difficult right. to reach us uh, online to get some of these, uh, these benefits. And we help projects on the, on the technical side. We have you know, 27 full-time staff at Orly, half of which are tech. So a lot of people can help on the, on the technical side. Um, we have a lot of uh, investors, right, like Pantera, Sequoia, Jump, uh, Nomura, which is our latest investor, Nomura Securities, Laser Digital. Um, so we can bring all those resources to projects if they do need to raise uh, like for future rounds. Um, and we have a, a, a community of you know, 20,000 people currently uh, but in our bigger kind of sister company, uh, there's like 180,000 Twitter followers and a pretty big trading community that we can leverage to help projects on the, on the marketing and growth side. Um, you know, we even have, uh, another company, Kronos Research, who does um, a lot of high frequency trading and such. That we can help even on the user on the user side with volume. So it, it all depends on what projects want. Like we, we want to offer them um, every, anything and everything we can to help them grow.
1: And I see that you really have an impressive board of backers uh, uh, from our VC side, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Pantera, Dragonfly. Uh, so it's really, really impressive. And uh, Ren, uh, when it comes to grant programs, I know a lot of our companies are trying to figure out uh, when it comes to submission, uh, what, uh, what are all uh, these programs um, are looking for. So from orderly network perspective, what is their ideal candidate? What kind of uh, projects you are looking for and what kind of projects you are prioritizing when it comes to grant opportunities and maybe technical support and any other resources that you are providing in a more hands-on way uh, from your team?
2: Yeah, I would say there's two types that we generally look for. One are the established, right? So like ref, ref is is pretty it's established on here, right they have products um, DAU, like users everything so it's it's less like they don't care much about grants per se or similar I mean, we have a centralized exchange who's building a DEX on top of Orly. Um, hasn't been announced yet so but it'll get announced soon uh, they're they're more for like on the investment side perhaps or, or we're giving so these are people with users right so we're happily giving grants to um, established players with users. Oftentimes they're centralized parties with a lot of trading users, but they want, you know, they want a, a you know, in, in in realm of what happened with CPI lately on the credit crisis, they want a decentralized product, right? As the product of the future. And it makes sense for them to do a partner with us um, instead of doing it on their own. So for these guys, we, you know, it's, it's a kind of an easy, uh, it's an easy sell um, for us to give them a grant or an investment or both. Um, and the other is more um, just higher risk, earlier projects, right? We have, uh, we have, we're building out like an investment incubation team internally to help these projects out. And we're looking for just kind of passionate founders uh, within NIR or outside of NIR who want to build. Um, in here uh, to kind of just help them uh, bootstrap their project with funding with all types of tech marketing resources um, to create something that that's like a unique value proposition uh, which also partners with uh, you just using ordering liquidity. So that could be anything from like trading tools to um, like a social app to something else. So just early stage and early stage uh, and late stage with users, basically, L- less so in the middle.
1: That's great. So our unique projects and also bringing CFI to DeFi. <laughs> that's uh, that's incredible because uh, you're bringing uh, centralized. Uh, uh, financial tools and projects from uh, outside of uh, crypto blockchain in the uh, decentralized world uh, similar with the mission of a uh, few and far that is uh, bridging web, uh, web 2 and uh, web 3 and uh, just to start uh, also wrapping up uh, I wanted to remind if anyone has a question uh, please uh, request uh, to speak and I will bring you right on uh, if you want to ask questions sorry, to few and Far or orderly network or you want to talk a little bit more about what's happening at East Denver with our supermoon camp and with Near protocol, uh, just request uh, to speak and uh, we will be able to chat. So few and Far, I also, Trevin, I wanted to ask you. Uh, what do you think are going to change uh, in uh, three years uh, within our near ecosystem? And uh, what's going to change? How few and far are going to look like in that period of time?
3: Yeah, so um, in my opinion, I'm actually looking forward to actual utility um, and actually being to benefit off of these NFTs because we're still a lot in the, I would say, the PFP meta where... Um, it's mainly just focused on kind of, kind of, well, I, I don't like to say pump and dump, but it kind of is lo- kind of like that right now. But in the year's future, I feel like we're actually going to be able to see in-game assets. Um, I personally feel like gaming will just really help to thrive off of Web3 overall. So I'm looking forward to bringing more actual games um, on the Web3 space itself and certain blockchains so people can actually enjoy gaming. Um, and then I feel like for the most part, we're actually going to see um, more currencies or more established currencies like Near, for example, or actual stuff instead of these meme coins. I feel like we're starting to slowly go into more use cases of it. And um, I feel like I'm really looking forward to more of the transaction side where you're able to use protocols through Near protocol to actually pay with them through usdc and i feel like over the next couple years there'll be a huge shift to cryptocurrency payments and accepting those payments and that was a big thing that we also want to focus on for the future and just really building nfts around um, actual things that are (laughs) gonna actually help you out Um, and that's where we're really excited is that we're trying to basically build a industry where We want to really support the creators. And a big thing that we're working on right now, which should be uh, good to go in a couple weeks, I believe, is royalty protection. So we're actually looking to design a protocol that you'll be able to uh, control it through the creator and not make marketplaces be able to move that or basically not pay for royalties, um, which I'm super excited about because that was a big thing on Solana last year where they decided to basically cut that out where the collections or people minting these and buying these weren't able to get the royalties. Um, And I feel like that'll be a big gap. And I also feel like in the next couple of years, we'll be seeing more actually people kind of going into the industry of um, NFT music. And you're able to really monetize your applications through cryptocurrency and bug three overall. So you're not basically getting scraps with all these companies like Spotify or um, Amazon that give you a very little percent back when your songs are being played.
1: Uh, royalty production sounds really, really interesting. Uh, can you uh, mention a little bit more about royalty production?
3: Um, yeah so I just know a little bit of it uh they're gonna be pushing more of it out soon um the only thing I know is that the new uh let me just make sure if I have this right it's gonna be the new uh, programmable nfts which will be um, coming out later down the line or f and f triple seven or 007. whoops <laughs> I'm so tired today um will basically be bringing more um, enforcement where they're not able to basically um, adjust that Uh, that's all i know certain Um, i'm waiting for more of our developers to kind of give me more of a rundown of how that process works Um, i just know the gist of it for now i just wanted to bring that up Um, i wish i could explain more of it i just don't know the full details of it yet
1: no problem i'm sure uh chris who's staying with us so he will be able to talk more about world yeah yeah
3: no chris, sure is, to... chris is chris is lot better than me uh some of the stuff I'm like oh okay i think that's about my pay grade so <laughs>
1: yeah, Chris Gale going to stay with us at Near House. Sir, so I'm going to ask him about <laughs> royalty protection. And everyone else can also tune in for behind the scenes uh, during Near House or on our Discord server and ask more questions sir, at Q and FAR. Uh, and Ren, last question for you uh, What's going to happen to orderly network in three years? And how do you see personally near the Near ecosystem in three years?
2: Yeah, well, orderly wants to be the liquidity layer. So I kind of describe it as like the on chain NASDAQ with CME, where um, there's all types of apps on top that caters to different TAs. I don't think necessarily, like in the trading world uh, later, it'll be like a one app rules all kind of scenario. It might be probably specialized, um, like how you have Robinhood for retail, interactive brokers. For pros and um, like Nomura for institutions, so I think it'll be kind of like that on top of orderly. Um, I think uh, user experience on on these apps will be very very similar, if not better than c5 in that they don't have to mess around with bridges. It's easy on off on off ramp. Um, like deposit and withdraw native assets from different chains. So by 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 nature, orderly will likely be multi-chain. Um, but settle everything on the year. Um, so like users will have to withdraw deposit assets from any 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 kind of chain that they want onto orderly and, and to trade. That's what we see. Um, and it, it could be any sort of asset, right? I believe in the all one, you know, one exchange, all assets. So there's, uh, I mean, I'm in New York now. There's a lot of um, chats about real assets, again, tokenizing that. So I think there could be all kinds of interesting stuff. Like it's listed on exchanges um, or decentralized protocols later. And it's much better than centralized exchanges for that for that purpose. Um, near, I think there's a, there's a huge push to get Web2 users to... Too near, um, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think they're doing a great job at that with, you know, pretty high numbers on the on the MAU side, and uh, it's a, it's a very talented and dedicated team for that purpose. I think that combined with the crypto natives on the the DeFi NFT side, um, just really utilizing years of infrastructure cheap costs, um, fast speeds. I think it'll like. Kind of if the ecosystem works hard together, we can really make Near, um a super attractive and vibrant place to be.
1: yeah, also saying that are getting web to users right now is the core because that's the only way we can reach adoption and scale is our, to bring more people into. Our, uh, our industry, otherwise, uh, yeah, there are not going to be uh, enough builders for everyone. And uh, Ren, you also mentioned uh, multi-chain, and uh, that's uh, the topic. I want to also delve for uh, deeper during uh, near house, and we definitely going to have far uh, this discussion uh, at East Denver. And uh, for everyone else, just to wrap up. Uh, we are uh, going to host uh, several events uh, at East Denver, uh, starting with a uh, near house uh, that kicks in on uh, February 26th and goes all the way to March 6th, where selected uh, builders builders going to stay under one roof. Uh, we also going to have uh, two Supermoon residents uh, with uh, uh, builders, founders, and investors from other ecosystems uh, that are going to... Uh, come together for East Denver, and of course, our Supermoon Tower, our three-day event that's going to be filled with uh, hacking activations, educational sessions, networking opportunities, uh, social events, and of course, Startup Day that's going to happen on March 2nd, where selected startups will be able to showcase their projects in front of more than 30 VCs. If you want to learn more about uh, Supermoon, uh, please uh, visit uh, our supermoon, uh, supermooncamp.com. Uh, and uh, for Orderly, uh, Ren, do you want to share uh, uh, your websites and how people can get in touch with you? And the same for Trevin, for Fuel Farm. Yes, Ren? Yeah, ours is,
2: ours is orderly.network. To get in touch, you can just PM me on, on Twitter. I think that might be easiest through this channel. Orderly.network, uh, there's contact information there, but you can also feel free to PM me on Twitter.
1: Awesome. And, uh, Trevin, what about you and Far?
3: Yeah, so uh, for the most part, I feel like uh, the best spot is going to be Discord or our website. Uh, we try to make things very simple, uh, just like we've been saying. So. If you do scroll all the way down to the bottom, uh, we do have a page that says about us. And you're also able to, if you're looking to learn more about our launch pad or you're looking to basically get involved with your NFT collection, we'd be more than happy to. And we have a full-on, um basically, a partnership or a uh, page that you can fill out if you're looking to kind of join few and far. Uh, this is just the beginning. But yeah, we're trying to really evolve the discord for the most part because we understand also that a lot of people are looking at twitter and discord so we've been trying to push a lot more for the twitter and discord side to make it easy for people to contact us so that's probably gonna be the best way um, and then later on we'll probably have a better system so
1: that's perfect. And uh, thank you everyone who joined us today. Uh, again, if you have any questions or you want to tune in and uh, talk to more builders from New ecosystem System, join us on Discord, uh, join our Telegram chat, uh, that is our supermoon camp. And uh, Supermoon Campus everywhere, Discord, uh, our Twitter, our Instagram, and of course our Telegram chat. So stay in touch, and uh, hopefully see you all at East Denver. Thank
2: you.